This show may contain strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit our website at mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of internalized bigotry, true scum ideology, catcalling and sexual harassment, and weed jokes. It also contains discussions about the LGBTQIA community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Monday, we're super gay. Tuesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday, I have a night class. Friday, we continue to be gay. Saturday is the gayest day. Sunday, yeah, it's still gay, but we also record a podcast. Hello and welcome to My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast where we interview the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is Jen. My name is CJ and we are your co-conspirators in trying to figure out whatever it is cisgender heterosexual people think it is we're doing. Uh, But CJ, what's on the bi schedule for today? Alright, buckle up. We found a clone. Don't panic. (laughs) (laughs) Their name is Amber. Here's a little sound test, just so you know. How, how identical their voice is to ours. And go, Amber. Hello. Uh, <laughs> this is Amber. I promise it's not CJ or Jen. Uh, and yeah, we got the they-them voice going on. Yeah, yeah. We got some very strong they voice happening in the studio today. This is CJ. We've gone back. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's totally fine. It's going to be great and very clear what's happening at all times of this episode. See, we'll be able to figure out like the, the different quirks in our personalities and our speech patterns because people are going to be forced mm. to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we're going we're gonna to find out some things about ourselves, find out some things about, you know, you know <laughs> love and journey of self-discovery. You know, like a lot of people call us the non-binary McElroy brothers, and I really think that we've locked that in just oh, now. Oh, shit. Wait, but, <laughs> wait, wait, but like now I need to know which one I am. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Um, ooh, that's a great question. Are you, you're not related, are you? Or are you are? To the McElroys? No, no, Are no. the two yeah. of us, we yeah. are not related. Okay, okay, okay. No. no, we're just like this. <laughs> In my heart of hearts, I want to be the Griffin, but... I feel like you're the Justin, and I'm, I, I kind of feel like I'm the Travis. You're definitely the Travis. I'm the Travis for sure, um, and I, I sort of feel like you're the Justin, where like, you have, like, a very solid sense of humor, but it's not in yelling dab, dab, weed every day. <laughs> like, it's not the youth's humor, but it's like... You don't see me um, when I'm teaching my students. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes you the Griffin, Amber. How's I mean, going? that's that's in character. Uh, do we, you want to... dab. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just did a, a, an excellent dab. It was, it was so choice. Thank you so much. <laughs> Oh yeah, and continuing the buy schedule, we're going to play a game afterward. This is what we do. Yeah. Fantastic. It's our it's our energy. How are you today, Amber? I'm pretty alright. Um, you know, I stayed up late last night. I stayed up a whole until like midnight o'clock. What were you mm. doing? May I, was, I ask? Yeah, I was out at uh, a queer party in Philly called Sway. Uh, I just turned 21 in June, so oh. it was my first time going to a 21 and up Ooh. event. Felt so adult. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, 
it was like a combo drag show and dance party. Oh. Yeah, it was really good. I like usually get overstimulated very easily by mm. loud noises, but like I was just having a good time, just dancing with my friends. It was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that wave of authority that comes with entering a 21 plus event for the very first time and just being like, uh, no, I do belong here actually. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I had to, like, give them my... You know how, like, in Pennsylvania, they'll flip the license when you turn 21? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had to give them my, like, my normal, like, ID that I got when I was, like, 18, and I was like, I promise, this is real. Mm-hmm. Please yes. do not break my actual ID. Mm-hmm. I know some places do that. I have the world's most fake-looking ID now, because <laughs> I changed my name on my driver's license once I changed it legally to CJ. Yeah. Except now my name is CJ on my license and my birthday is 420. <laughs> that is my born actual, in 1969. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like it, it like and my hair is dyed in the picture too. Like it literally <laughs> like it's pretty much like <laughs> if I had handed them an ID that said Mick Lovin, it'd look a little more valid. <laughs> That's fantastic. I want to see it now. See, yeah, as somebody who um, doesn't drink, I really put off getting my license like mm-hmm. flipped the right way. And also, I'm fairly youthful looking. Mm. So even now, now that I have the right license and am ostensibly an adult, whenever I go to any sort of 21 plus event or establishment, I hand them the, the thing and I'm just like, please, please, I just want to go in and sit with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> That was me before I turned 21. I would like, I was, I'm the most boring person in the world. I was like, I want to go to a poetry slam. Oh. Uh, but like, it would be like 21 plus, And I'm like, I promise I will not drink alcohol. I just want to hear <laughs> gay people talk about how sad they are. Please let me in. Please, Mr. Bouncer, can I pinky swear that I will not imbibe? I brought my own. Coca-Cola. <laughs> I have water in my nifty little jug. Just let me in. Oh my god. There are, there's so many places that won't let you bring your own bed, which I, I guess know. I understand, but like, conversely, one time I went to Six Flags and they didn't let me bring in, which by the like I had gone out to the parking lot to grab something and then gone back and with a cup that they provided me. Incredible. And they're like, sorry, you have to dump out your Coke. And I'm like, but it's from here. I got it from over there. <laughs> I can point to the place that I got it. Oh my god. Yeah. Whatever. They're a mess. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so so lead us on your queer journey. Oh jeez. The hero's journey. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, I guess it all started when I was a wee bab. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like my childhood. I actually went through like a very like stereotypical like binary trans narrative where Mm. I was like five years old and I really liked playing with boys toys I'm doing air quotes Uh, yeah (laughs) I I feel like vocally there was a little air quote in there too good yeah Yeah. I I, you know I really liked Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh and all that stuff I uh got the little boys shoes with the what do you call them, Velcro? The, no, like, yeah, Velcro yeah. straps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love Velcro straps. They were mm. Digimon. Um, yes. Yeah. Was, like, the light-up kind? Yes. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> I was living my best life. 
and the first day of school in kindergarten, I got into the boys' line, and I was like, this is where I belong, and I got yelled at for being in the boys' line, and they made me go into the girls' line, and I remember that event very distinctly, and I was like, shit. <laughs> your, your first day of gender trouble. Exactly. Judith mm. Butler would have been so proud of me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, from there, I kind of just assimilated into, like, the tomboy narrative, like, while feeling that something was, like, different about me, um, for many years until I turned 13, uh, and my family, um, got the internet again. I didn't have internet for, like, my entire childhood. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the first thing I decided to do when I got the internet was to go on a Warrior Cats role-playing forum. Oh my god. <laughs> um, which <laughs> was very formative <laughs> to my to my youth. Um, so I went on this Warrior Cats role-playing forum, and one, it wasn't just Warrior Cats. People were really into Homestuck, too, so that oof. all... I'm sorry, I'm you are, you You are journey. speaking <laughs> Jen's language I'm, here. Oof. What year is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you something worse. I didn't even read Homestuck until this year. Huh. <laughs> you made that choice. <laughs> I made that choice. It's. I think it's good. I think it's a good comic, and I feel like, you know, I gotta spread the word now. Spread the good word to people who haven't read it yet. Uh, that's that's my plug. Everyone has to read Homestuck. <laughs> Go read Gay Homestuck. Agenda. Read Homestuck. <laughs> if that wasn't already on the Gay Agenda, the what the fuck are we doing here, like, honestly? <laughs> Like, that's already such an integral part of the queer experience if you were on the internet. That's that's fair with all the, the shipping. And, the, okay, let's be real. Everybody who has experienced any kind of queer platonic feelings was definitely going around saying that they had, like, a Moirail because of that comic. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I feel like if you were into Homestuck or you were into furries or you were into both, you were gay. And that's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know any heterosexual furries myself. Yeah. There there may exist some. I haven't met them yet. Yeah. I know a couple, but like, you know, they're like the token ones. Yeah, yeah. What are the token straight furries? I need to know this now. They dabble. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I was on this Warrior Cats role-playing forum, and they had this chat box at, like, the bottom of, like, the main forum. Um, And I met this person uh, whose screen name was Ice, uh, and... uh, at the time, I think she now identifies as, like, a cis lesbian, but she identified as, like, gender fluid and bisexual Ooh. and all that other fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And I went, wow, gender fluid? That sounds like a fun label. That's me now. <laughs> uh, so at age 13, I was like, oh, I'm gender fluid. And and I was like, and I think girls are pretty, so I'm going to say I'm demi-pansexual. Um, because I was like, you know... I feel like I had, like, a superiority complex about it. I was like, I'm not, like, this bisexual. I don't just want to fuck. I love people for their personalities. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was a little asshole. So I was a gender-fluid, demi-pansexual. Listen, we all had to go through that part where we're like, it's not just about sex. I'm here for love, too. And it's like, well, I think everyone <laughs> is, but, you know. Um, we're most people. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was my, my label, that was my little box from, like, 13 to 15, uh, 
I apparently told people about it, even though I didn't remember doing it. Like, in the middle of class, I announced to the class, for some reason, that I liked feminine boys and masculine girls and did not like I must have blacked out when I was saying that because later someone was telling me about it like I swear it was only like a month or two apparently after I said it and I was like what did I just come out to make class maybe you blacked out or maybe we had a freaky Friday moment because I've made that exact same announcement several times in my life and forgot about it (laughs) yeah you said it just now just now and I was like oh no We met before. <laughs> are you sure you aren't our clone? Like, maybe. Are you connected? Sure. We can get a DNA test. Queer spiritual maybe. network. The queer spiritual network. What do they call it? Like, um, it's gonna be some kind of riff on Facebook. I'm, it's the Gatrix. The Gatrix. Ooh, love Ooh. it. I mean, the Matrix is inherently gay. Anyway. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Oh yes, I very much want to rewatch that now. Um, I know that both sisters have been, like, out for a while, but, like, I have, I've only watched Matrix once, and it was a while ago, since now I want to rewatch it and look for all the, the trans yeah. stuff. Movies with Mikey did a terrific video about, um, the transgender elements in mm. The Matrix. You should give that a watch. I also want to watch Bound, because it's by the, the Lukowski sisters, um, but apparently it's even gayer than The Matrix, and there's lesbians. Mm. Even um, gayer. And Jennifer though. Tilly, which, oh. All right. Inherently. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway <laughs> no it's okay um wait where was I oh yeah so I apparently came out to my class didn't remember it um and then at age 15 no at age 14 I met uh this person who would eventually become my partner for the next four years mm. he lived in Canada he was real um <laughs> And he was true scum. Do, do y'all know what? Oh, true scum I know is? what true scum is. I mean, you can elaborate for the purpose of our audience. But... Yeah, uh, true scum are people who. Well, there's like a lot of like sub definitions, but the main thing is people who believe that you need dysphoria to be trans, and they mm. usually mean it in the sense of physical dysphoria, not mm-hmm. social dysphoria. Uh, and my eventual partner, I guess I can just say my ex. Uh, right. was one of the people who believed that your brain sex had to be different than your body for you to be trans. Yeah. So he didn't believe in non-binary identity. Um, he really was, like, just kind of an asshole at that point in his life. Um, and we eventually started dating, and I went, I don't want to be a special snowflake. Oh. So mm. I started identifying as a trans man, and I told myself that I was highly dysphoric, and not that I wasn't dysphoric at all sure but i definitely like took that idea that like all trans people had to be like so dysphoric they wanted to commit suicide and Mm -hmm. like started getting super depressed and i was like if i don't transition i'm gonna die uh all this sorry this is just like random heavy stuff that's okay no that's that's pretty much like heavy stuff in groups yeah (laughs) this podcast goes everywhere it's cool all right cool um so yeah uh, so that happened, and then I was like, and pansexual is a label for idiots. So I became... A, <laughs> oh, you were deep in the discourse, huh? I was deep in the discourse. Oh. I was a, like, uh, egalitarian, anti-feminist, <laughs> a bisexual trans boy. 
uh, and I, uh, had, like, a few blogs that I ran where I would tell people that they were stupid, and I was a, I was a bad person <laughs> back it then. Happens. It happens. Yes, yeah. I was it's, a bad teen. It's, it's sort of, like, in general, like, even outside of, going outside of queer identity for a moment, yeah. let's step out of the room of queer stuff. Teens in general just want so desperately to, like, seem more mature than they are. Like, it's yeah, that weird period yes. where, like, you're not a kid, you're not an adult, but, like, the fact that you're not a kid means you have to be an adult immediately. So then, like, I feel like teens fall into the, the trap so much of, like, oh, well, I have to be better than everybody else. I have to be smarter than everybody else. Yeah. So, like, you fall a lot, like, like I, I did it, too, with, like, I, I don't even fucking know. Probably, like, dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, where it was, like... Like, music. Like, oh, this is the good music. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah like, yeah. It, it's very much, like, the judgmental period of life because like if you're judging people then that means like you have a ground above yeah and that yeah. means like you can't be feel bad yeah about yourself i, I you... was extremely mean from sixth grade to uh, uh, 10th uh yeah so it's like i think it's it happens to all of yeah. us yeah. in yeah. some way or another yeah it, it's just like putting other people down is like the easiest way to get a ground up yeah and but it's not a good way then we're not encouraging it this is just the reality of being a teenager for the cool babies in the audience don't be mean yeah we're being unironically uh genuine now that's the cool thing to do sincerity that's our mo yes <laughs> painfully genuine <laughs> please be kind to each other tangent on our other tangent uh <laughs> i was uh I, I currently live in a suburb i'm moving to the city soon mm -hmm. but i was walking down the street and i passed by this group of like teen boys like tween teen boys mm -hmm. i'm walking and i hear them making this noise and i'm like what are they doing like what what are they what are they saying and I just thought they were like making owl noises, but it turns oh, out no. that they were oo-wooing no. at me because I had bright green hair and look like I do. <laughs> and they were just like, ooh-woo, ooh-woo, ooh-woo. And I was like, I didn't even realize until I was like a block and a half away from them. And I was like, wait a second, you were being mean to me. <laughs> you were being unkind right there. And that's what we don't want you to do. Yeah, I uh, yeah I teach teenagers, and in my first session of the summer camp I'm teaching right now, ooh woo was such a big thing I had to like ban it from my classroom. <laughs> it was specifically that and like the general character of Thanos. Oh, you mean like Thanos, but like with a really like thick ass, like those kind of memes or like no, just like thanos in general and okay. then they combined and my, my i teach um art pretty much and they kept on drawing a character that they dubbed thuwus oh my god it seems like you teach some pretty cool kids no they're awesome um and i hope that they know that i support them even though i, I literally banned thuwus at a certain point <laughs> Jen keeps telling me stories about their job where they're like, oh my god, I had to deal with this. And I'm like, I would love to just get a lunch with these kids. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, no, they're I'll, I'll, I would love to hang out with them for exactly one half hour and not a minute longer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, 
you you went through a judgmental teenage stage. Yes, I was a very judgmental teenager, uh, and I was in a very emotionally unhealthy partnership with this person for a variety of unrelated reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and then more heavy stuff. One of my friends died uh, mm-hmm. when I was in like eleventh grade, I think, and I went. Do I really want to keep lying to myself and telling myself that I'm a trans boy when I'm really not? Mm. I think it was just, like, that realization that, like, life is really short. Like, what am I doing here? But Mm -hmm. also, like, not having a framework to move forward. From there, I started identifying, like, back as, like, a cis girl who was also bisexual and still dating my partner, who eventually also identified as cis and then went back to not identifying. It's a, it's a journey. It's a yeah. circle of life. Yeah, so... Gender's hard. It's fine. Gender's yeah. hard. We yeah. went from being two gay trans boys to lesbians to... He's out there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so from there I was like, oh, I'm a cis, cis girl now, and I was miserable about it. So I got to college, uh, and I was like, well, if I'm not a trans trans man and I'm not a cis Mm. woman what options are there left to be that ooh woo special snowflake I was back in middle school I was so mad about it Uh, and I checked out my university's uh, trans organization Penn on cis and I met people who used like neo pronouns like see here and I was Mm -hmm. like still in my anti-SJW phase, and I was like, wow, these people, these people suck. Mm. But I decided to keep hanging out with them because deep down I knew that they didn't really suck and that I wanted to be like them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I was like, I am the club's biggest cis ally who's also transphobic. Um, And (laughs) uh, eventually got, got, uh, got woke. Uh, took a gender studies class and was like, I don't know what y'all are talking about, but this sounds cool. Uh, It was... It was on queer communities and queer <laughs> politics, and we had a whole section on queer temporality, and I didn't know what that meant, and I still don't know what it meant. Uh, yeah, I can't say I know what that <laughs> no, means. No, no clue. Uh, I could try to explain it. It would probably be wrong. Uh, All right. But yeah, from there I was like, huh, maybe being gay and being trans is cool. Uh, and so I started identifying back as gender fluid because that had been the label that felt right at the beginning. Yeah. And, you know, um, I just, I just latched onto it. I felt like it was, it was homey, it was familiar. Mm. Um, and I still feel like it's homey and familiar. Yay. Yeah. Um, and then I realized I was not actually bisexual when I started being a college slut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I broke out of broke out, broke up with my, uh, Canadian partner. Right. Uh, well, he actually broke up with me, but that's a different story. And from there, I started dating this person that, um, I had met, like, in a program before, like, uh, the actual school year started. Uh, and we started dating, and I was like, I want to be polyamorous. Uh, the new buzzword of 2019. Um, and they were like alright, yeah, cool, as long as I'm your primary, I'm all good with that. And I went, I don't know if I want to do that necessarily, <laughs> but we're gonna, we're gonna see where this goes. <laughs> now hold on one moment. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I ended up at, at one point, like, lying to them and saying, like, oh yeah, no, that's totally fine, even though that's not what I wanted at all. Um, but yeah, so I started dating other people, and I had good old Tinder, I was excited to discover the wonders of Tinder. 
um, and I had men and women on, and after a certain point in time, I was just like, I don't think I like guys, but I didn't, I didn't fully solidify that, like, conviction until I had started, like, fooling around with a friend of mine who was non-binary, but more, like, man-aligned, is Mm. how they would describe themselves, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I like you so much as a person, but there's just something that's getting in the way, and I was like, what could it be? What could this possibly mean? And I had, like, a whole angst fit about it, which was, I I feel bad for putting them through it, but we've talked it out since then. We're we're good buddies. Um, But yeah, no, it was was a time. And then I was like, I I just don't think I like guys. And I don't remember when I first started using the label lesbian, because I had a lot of, like, trouble reconciling being, like, non-binary with, like, using a term that's typically associated mm. with womanhood. Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't think of a better way to describe it. Like, I feel like queer leaves it too open. And I feel like people might assume, like, things about me that I don't necessarily want them to assume if I use that. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I don't know. People use that word and it means all sorts of different things. But, yeah. like, to me personally, it just didn't feel right. Uh, so I eventually settled on lesbian after reading Stone Butch Blues, and I was like, okay, non-binary lesbians have existed for a long-ass time, yeah. and that feels really good mm. to know that there's a historical precedent for this, and I'm not, like, the only one out there who's just, like, forcing this label onto the world. Right. Yeah. It's like, on the one hand, it's like, obviously we're coming up with new language, and the new language is so beautiful. Boy, does it just feel a little better, though, inside when you're like, oh, look, this thing from the 70s where they're advocating for they-them pronouns. Like, even if they-them pronouns were invented yesterday, they'd still be valid. But golly, it does feel a little nice to look at the past and be like, oh, look, it's there, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel it. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I, I see, like, so much discourse with a capital D regarding, like non-binary people using terms like gay or lesbian to describe themselves and it's like i don't know dang i'm just (laughs) i'm just trying to look for love here shoot (laughs) i don't know what to tell you like they exist everywhere and in fact in the studio today it's like i don't know what to tell you (laughs) yes it's it's complicated but, like, yeah, I don't know. I like to say this, like, yeah, but, like, if I'm none of, or all of the gender, then anyone I, like, I'm gay for. Yeah. So there. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, do we have to, like, use the words strictly speaking by, by a technical definition? Like, if you know what we mean. Uh, yeah. Like, there's a difference between theory and practice. Mm-hmm. Just in a lot of things. Do we don't have to call the show my bisexual non-binary agenda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, I couldn't be here. That's true. Get real, it's called branding. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. So, so where are you? Where are you now in where? your gayness? Where am I now? Jeez. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I think that's, those are still the labels I use, gender fluid and, uh, lesbian. Um, I primarily use they, he pronouns, and, um, this is slightly illegal, but a friend of mine just gave me some testosterone to start, so oh, wow. I'm gonna, gonna try that out for a month. It's controlled substance. Don't do that. Um, uh, but... <laughs> 
not doing it with a doctor either. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna try it for a month, and if I like it, I'll come back to it eventually. But if yeah. not, like whatever. <laughs> I, then I know I didn't like it, and yeah. mm, we'll see where where I, that takes me. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm not advocating or not advocating for that, just to say that sometimes people do that because medicine in the United States is inaccessible. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Cool. So, what is something you would like to tell cishet people for the very last time, and then you never have to hear about it ever again? I'd like to tell cishet people that, oh jeez, I just want them to tell me, or fuck, I want to tell cishet people. Stop catcalling me. Please, God. Mm. Do I not look gay enough to you? (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Like, I know there's no one way to look gay, and no one should be getting catcalled, but do men really think they have a chance with me? Like, what are they trying to prove here? Like, it's a power play, and it's not cute. It's not cute at all. Mm. Yeah, it's like, um, uh... A lot of people brought up the excellent point, like, when this was, like, a more hot topic where uh, they were, like, people, like, you know, passing by in cars or, like, even on the streets. It's like, okay, do breaking it down, like, do you genuinely think that those people actually think that, like, there is an opportunity here? Like, do they actually think that this is a correct approach? No, they are antagonizing another person and they are actively doing that on purpose because they know they're able to and they know it jeopardizes the other person enough where they feel unsure whether or not they can fight back against it yeah like it's strictly a power move and it's a shitty one yeah no one no one thinks that someone's gonna come running after their car like wait come back i wanted to fuck you (laughs) um it's just a moment of just like yeah i can make this person feel bad and then have the safety of being Far away, very fast, because vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> Something my mom hates is that I, I, I do fight back. Um, so one time I was leaving like an event I was at, and I was walking to like the bus stop, and this man goes, come over here, beautiful. And I went, no, nah, you got to come over here, sir. I'm a dyke, and you're going to catch my gay. You're going to turn into a homo. You want that, sir? You want to be gay, sir? I started screaming at him, and he ended up calling somebody. He's like, there's this crazy bitch across the street. And I went, you don't talk to me ever again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're going to harass me. I feel like that's kind of an open pass to just, like, You're my hero? Back. Thank you. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> Um, it's not, it's not related to catcall, but it is related to, like, men being creepy at work. Um, I work at a box office, and, um, there's, like, wristbands, and an older gentleman asked me to put, uh, his wristband on for him, which is not an unreasonable request. I'm like, yeah, absolutely, I'll help you out. And he's like, oh, because, you know, I need, like, a woman's touch and all that. And I looked him dead in the eyes and went, I'm not a woman. That's and powerful. he just lo- we just looked at each other for 10 seconds of silence. <laughs> and it's like those like the the reason that those are effective are like because they're like oh no the gays and like that's not great. But also I have a toolbox and I'm going to use the tools I have. <laughs> it's not a perfect toolbox, but if it's got a hammer in it <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say I'm good at metaphors. I said I'm good at being gay. <laughs> That's fair. Dang. That's fair. But yeah, don't catcall. Stop it. We're we're giving the kids a lot of good advice today. Yeah. 
Well, it and, falls under the be kind cat yeah, that, umbrella. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, if if you are a member of a group that isn't as marginalized and some and you're with somebody who is getting catcalled, stand up for them. Like, you have the power as an ally to help other people directly when they need it. Do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, no, sorry, not to, like, drag this on forever, but no, no, no. there was an old, creepy man who was catcalling me at 69th Street, like, very openly, we were climbing the stairs, he goes, mmm, yeah, love that ass, girl, and he was, like, 60, like, 65, oh, cool. I was like, you're way too old to be doing this, and I called him a creepy sex pervert, um, and he just kept doing it, and I was like, whoa, this guy isn't backing down, so we make it all the way up the stairs, and then a guy comes up to me, like, another guy, and he goes, hey, sweetie, are you all right? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm fine now. And he goes, how old are you? And I went, I'm 20. Uh, yeah, I was like 20 at the time. And I was like, I'm 20. And he goes, oh, I thought you were like 14 and walks away. And I was like, so you're only going to defend me if I'm a child? And you weren't even defending me then. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Uh, like, yikes. stick up for other people. Oh Don't be God. a passive bystander. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Also, like, you're not a kid, but 20 is still pretty young. Yeah. yeah. I'm a youth. You are, you are a youth. <laughs> dab, dab, dab weed. Dab, dab weed. <laughs> 69. <laughs> nice. Marketing demographics would still place you on the younger scale. Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, if you really, really feel like you want to compliment a stranger, there are ways to do it that won't make them feel unsafe or icky. Yeah. I mean, really think hard about if you need to compliment a stranger, but there are ways to do it. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes people will be like, hi, sorry, excuse me, I like your skirt. That's great. I love that. Yeah. And I do love my skirt, too. <laughs> yeah, I was I was walking through um, Philly one day, and a man didn't stop me, but he kind of paused, and he was like, wherever you're going, you're going to be the best-dressed person there. That's really sweet. Oh. Like, oh. And then, like, another older man was just like, where are you going looking like that? It's like, same concept of very different execution. <laughs> Just find the first person and be like, you give you a lesson about how to talk to strangers. <sighs> Alright. Amber, what is on your gay agenda? Well, we did talk about everyone reading Homestuck. So <laughs> Yeah, I got that out of the okay, way. Read Homestuck. Read Homestuck and dismantle gender. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. A nice little to-do list. <laughs> Two things you gotta do today. One, read Homestuck. Two, today. <laughs> yeah, right now. You're listening to this. This is something you have to do immediately after you're done listening to this podcast. I hope you're ready, and I hope you're happy. See, I know. <laughs> the immediate reaction should be like, you can't dismantle gender in one day, but my gut reaction is, you can't read Homestuck in one day. You can try. <laughs> we could probably dismantle gender in one day. I mean, like, what are the steps? Step it's one. a social construct. Just get rid of it. Yeah, just stop. Yeah. Just get rid of the damn thing. In your own life. Yeah, sure. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Do it today, right now. Yeah. Pause this podcast. Dismantle Close your gender. eyes. Dismantle gender. Dismantle gender. <laughs> Press play, which you don't know to do because you paused the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> See you never, I guess. <laughs> Step one. See gender. Step two. Dismantle gender. Step three. Question mark. Step four. Profit. Yeah. <laughs> the profit sixty nine dollars. Oh, I hope the McElroy brothers don't sue us. Probably not. 
think they will. <laughs> Honestly, if they did sue us, I'd be more glad that they knew I existed. That would give us some notoriety. Yeah. At least. That would be kind of cool. Justin McElroy yeah. liked one of my tweets one time, so I'm already famous. <sighs> it was during the Max Fun Drive, and I also tweeted about my... It was the day of my name change, Aww. and a Bim Bam episode was talking about legal names on the day that I was trying to find a Bim Bam episode to calm myself down, so I'm like, this is fucking funny. So I tweeted about it, Justin McElroy liked it. And that's the most interesting story I have. You're the most famous person I know. Oh. <laughs> Great. Enough about the McElroy brothers. On to the game. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so I um I have here this uh, lovely oatmeal uh, tin. It's not a tin. It's cardboard. Uh, which you might recognize. It has a uh, sign that says gay for wordplay on it. It's from a live show we did a while back where I did a, um, a, a game show called Queer There and Everywhere. And we didn't use all the trivia questions I wrote for it. Uh-oh. So I thought today would be a great time for that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Some of it is about history, uh, some of it is about media, and some of it is just puns. So there's a nice... Nice distribution. Like, and you have a lifeline. Okay. Yeah. How, how often can I call my lifeline? Just as much as you want. This is oh, your episode. Geez. All we're, right. We're being kind to each other. We are being kind. You will not be shamed for not knowing... Something about, like, I don't know, the Civil War. <laughs> Though, I mean, you also name-dropped right after I said the term gender trouble, so, like, I'm already pretty confident in you, actually. Thank you. Let's see. Okay, I'm gonna say this one. Oh, wow. Oh, that's a long one. Oh, boy. One. Okay, no, it, it's it's a very large piece of paper, but it's because I copy and pasted something from Wikipedia, and the actual answer is very short. Okay. Okay, got it. Uh, the now-familiar rainbow flag was first designed by Gilbert Baker in 1978, how many stripes does the current flag have? Are we talking the Philly one? Or the Good question I was about to ask. Oh. Yeah. I will accept either the Philly one or like the one that Target slaps on all their merch and is like, please give us your money, gays. Um, only for this month. I'm not going to look over to my bookshelf because I'm pretty sure there's a gay flag there. Okay. This is like the wrong room. Statistically. Okay, I'm thinking. So... Oh, yeah, no, there's too many gay flags everywhere. I'm sorry, kids. I looked up. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's the queer flag. That's just either. a rainbow. That's fair. It, that's a rainbow. I it don't think that one's the uh, gay but flag. But it does serve as a good hint. <laughs> is it? Is it seven? It's six. Ooh. Although, if we're counting the Philly one, I guess it would be eight, which is the amount that the original flag had. Cause you oh, said it had pink. It had pink and indigo, and they dropped pink because commercial flag manufacturers were like, we don't do that. And then they got rid of indigo, so it would be an even number. Mm. Uh, hmm. So, yeah. All right. Let's see. How about... This one's very small. Let's do this one. It just says, gay? Oh. Yes. <laughs> what was the first country in the world to legalize gay marriage? This okay. is a little tricky. Uh, I'm going to say... Canada? No. <laughs> I already answered, so. Do you have a guess, CJ? Listeners? <laughs> Listeners, you uh, text in. <laughs> I'm gonna pull this out of the air and say Scotland. It's the Netherlands. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. Oh, right. Fucking duh. The law came into effect on April 1st, 2001, which is a April very Fools. solid April Fool's on straight people. Yes. Okay. Also, boy, that's so recent. Oh, woof. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. Can we get, like, a fun one? <laughs> Hold on. I'm just going to see if I can find a fun one. Oh, no. I'm okay, over here right now. 
more history. Hold on. <laughs> what if I won the puns? Well, we used so many pop culture ones. Uh, we did, we did. Oh, okay, here we go. Okay. Uh, when your fellow gays try to bully you into getting an undercut. This is oh, this is a pun. pun. Yes. This yeah. is I, a pun. I know this one. Fellow gays try to bully you into getting an undercut. Phone a friend? Queer pressure. Ooh. <laughs> it's queer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I've been listening to Jen's puns too long. I'm like, nope. Yeah, yeah. you know my style. I know the path. Okay. <sighs> I'm mad at myself for writing this one. Oh no. Another pun. This fixture flashes green, yellow, or red to let women who love women know if they should go, slow down, or stop. Sapphic light. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, wait, hold on. Now I just want to find... Yes, this is... Is it this is the last one. Okay. It's a specific pun I wanted to, to, to do. Okay. In this country, we have the right to own guns, but also to appreciate the big, beefy limbs of large, hairy gay men. Okay. The right to bear arms. <laughs> oh, the right to bear arms. The right yeah. to bear arms. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for Queer There and Everywhere Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many more, but I feel like... you got to save it for another one. Yes, yes absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show, Amber. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? I do. Um, so my Instagram is at CorpseDroid. I am 12 years old, and I do still think I'm edgy. Um, <laughs> Heck yeah. I run this project called Let's Talk Sapphic, uh, which features uh, transgender and or non-binary lesbians, usually around the Philadelphia area. Area, talking about how they came to uh, inhabit both of those identities comfortably. Um, and I have had uh, viewer reviews that uh, it has helped them come to better terms with their own identity. So I would suggest checking it out if you're questioning or if you're not questioning. Um, oh, you know? yeah. uh, and I'm also going to be in an upcoming non-binary anthology called X Marks the Spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. Well, it's just one poem, but I would appreciate if you bought the whole book, because I'm sure it's going to be cool. It's awesome. Very exciting. Yeah. My Twitter is also CorpseDroid, but you do not have to follow that. All I do is yell about Homestuck. Too bad. I'm gonna. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't yell about Homestuck as much anymore, but uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter... Um, and tweet puns at me. I'm at underscore glitter goblin underscore, right? Yes, yeah, yes. Probably, yeah. And I link to my other social medias from there. And you can find my gay agenda. On, it fell behind the drum, Jen. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Jen was looking around for the lid of the oatmeal container that held all of the uh, trivia questions. Uh, but it fell within the depths <laughs> of my trying to be organized office. In any case, uh, you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts if you're like there, if you're if you're like over there. Uh, <laughs> totally. Um, please give us a rating um, and subscribe. That helps us out a bunch. Uh, you could follow us on Facebook. At, I think the link is like facebook.com slash mygayagenda, probably. I think I snagged that one, maybe. Either that or my gay agenda podcast. Um, our Twitter one I know for sure is Gay Agenda Cast, and uh, you can support us on Patreon for as little as uh, one or three dollars a month, much like 
uh, Rachel Too Rad for School Higgins uh, does, and many others. Uh, I think that's uh, one of our, if you donate $10 or higher, then you get a mention at the end. And there's one patron who has done so, and that's my sister. And she asked me to come up with a new nickname for her every episode. And I'm sticking to it. That's great. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but thank you very much for your support, everyone. Yeah. Um, until next time, put this in your gay agenda. Fight the power. Love yourself. Be, be a real cool youth and be kind to each other. Dab, dab, weed. And that's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda. We just want to exist. Everybody dab. One, two, three. If you didn't dab, you're a narc. I'm sorry. There's been a dab injury. I dabbed in the wrong direction. My poor elbow. Hi, I'm CJ Higgin. We all have fun dabbing, but sometimes you gotta think about other people and the space you're in. This is a dab safety PSA. Be kind. Paid for by the dab council. All right, goodbye for real, everyone. <laughs>